I'm Dr. Sheldon L. Akins from the Leading Equity Podcast and a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey there, Burned In Teachers. Thank you for tuning in to episode 59 of the Burned In Teacher Podcast. This is one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support for teachers dealing with burnout. I'm your host, Amber Harper, and I'm so grateful that you're spending your precious time with me today. Trust me, I know how little you feel that there is, and if you feel like there's not enough, I wait to go back and listen to episode 58. So let me ask you a quick question. Have you ever had a dream? I think of the movie Rapunzel. It's one of my favorite Disney movies right there next to Moana. And that song always comes to mind every time I talk about having a dream or goals. You know, I've said it before and I'll continue to make this a huge part of my message. You can say you want something, that you want to go somewhere, that you want to do or be something different. But if you don't take the time to do something different in order to get that thing or get to that place, whether it be emotionally, physically, career or personal, um, you won't you won't get different results. And this episode sort of builds off of what I talked about last week, which is in order to take control over anything, whether it be your money, your time, your career, your weight, your anything, you have to start with a clear vision of what the heck you even want. You have to design a flexible plan on how you're going to get there, and then you do the hard stuff in order to get there, the hard stuff being your daily discipline and intention. My friends, it is now March. Can you believe it? And it doesn't have to be a brand spanking new year to determine what you want, to determine your long-term goals. If you're new to the show, then you should know that this is month six of step six of the Burned In Unpacking that we're going through here on the Burned In Teacher podcast this season. We've already gone through the first five steps. That's B, begin where you are. U, understand your teacher brand. R, reflect on your challenges. N, nurture your strengths, and E, extend your reach and possibilities. And you can go back through the episodes since September 6th of this year to learn more about each of those steps. So I can't wait to get started because this episode is action-packed. And during this intro music, you'd better grab a pencil and paper because we're going to get you one step closer to becoming a burned-in teacher. Let's go. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. I'm Amber Harper, and the educators on this podcast are brave enough to share their stories of burnout with the world. On BIT, we get real, we get honest, and we take action. Action against the burnout with stories from burned out teachers, advice from experts, and actionable steps you can take today to beat the burnout and become a happier, more fulfilled human being. Let's get started. All right, so we're going to get started here in a second, but I wanted to give you a quick update on my burnout situation. As you all probably are aware, at least if you've been listening to the podcast, especially since January, I have been going through my own round of burnout, which goes to prove anybody can go through it. If a teacher burnout coach can go through burnout... (laughs) Anybody can. Now, thank goodness I had my own process to go through because I can clearly and confidently say that I am at a four on the uh, the, the burned-in teacher success roadmap. 
I am feeling um, intentional. I am way more engaged in my day-to-day work. I am feeling like I'm I'm making more plans. I'm definitely planning ahead. I am planning for the future, which means I'm not giving up. I'm not quitting. When, let me tell you, I'm not going to lie. Back in November, I just wanted to quit. I did. I didn't see how any of this was going to work. I didn't see, um, I didn't feel my purpose was shining through. I didn't feel like I had clarity on why it was that I was doing this work anymore. And that doesn't have anything to do with you, my dear listener. It has to do everything with me and where my mind was at that time. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. When I finally came clean in January, because this burnout started, I would say, in mid-October, and I really didn't talk a whole lot about it until maybe December, Um, I started doing things differently. I started seeing a therapist. I started having different conversations with different people. I started um, really digging deep and starting with beginning where I was, why I was where I was, what my brand was, and whether or not I was actually reflecting what it is that I wanted to project to my people. I reflected on what was truly challenging me and came up with solutions to the problems that I had that I had control over. I nurtured my strengths. I really thought about, okay, what is it that I can do that I am that I feel strong in and what is it that I'm not strong in that I can bring other people into my life to help me with these things that I'm struggling with. And uh, the next thing was extending my reach and possibilities. And that was really thinking about, you know, uh, what else do I need to bring into my life in order to feel that purpose come come back to me. And and I've done all of those things and I am in such a better place. You know, back in January, whenever I, you know, made the um, the scary announcement that I was going through burnout, I was I was really at a level one. I was I needed to build my spark big time. I was feeling paralyzed. I was super cynical of myself, my own process and everything. Um, I, I wondered how I got to where I was and and what I was gonna, going to even do. I really did feel isolated and ashamed. I would say it was a hybrid between one and zero. And uh, now, like I said, you know, I'm seeking new ways of being, new ways of doing things. Um, I have people that I have brought into my life that I never had dreamed um, that are, that I'm, I'm almost grateful for the burnout. You know, I think this, this could be another episode someday. <laughs> the other side of burnout, the positive effects of burnout. Because if I didn't go through the burnout, I would not have done things differently. And maybe things never would have changed, right? Because if you if you don't do something different, you can't expect different results. And I needed to do something different. And honestly, you know, that's a lot of what today's episode is about, is about um, doing something different to come up with some realistic visions for yourself. You know, maybe a little bit unrealistic because sometimes, you know, setting a vision for yourself that might be a little scary is a good thing, causes you to do more things differently, Right. So we are going to dive into determine your long-term goals. And like I said before, the music was cued. I hope you have a paper and a pencil. And if you're driving, be prepared to listen to this again and go through these steps with me because we are going to create a vision today. Oh, I'm so excited. This is one of my favorite chapters of the ebook. You can learn more about it at burnedinteacher.com slash ebook. And of course, if you just want this chapter... You can go to burnedinteacher.com slash determined. You can get without the reflection part of the chapter by itself, chapter six of the burned in process. And um, I'm telling you what, 
this is an action-packed one, so we better get started. So the first thing you're going to do to determine your long-term goals is this. You first of all have to think about what you even want for yourself. You have to start to be honest with yourself, okay? Now, I probably haven't told or talked about this enough really, Um, but when I was a senior in high school and my husband was a freshman at Purdue University, we um, got pregnant and I had our daughter Hannah two months to the day after I graduated high school. And we um, had to work really hard to not be the status quo of teenage parents. We had to determine some long-term goals. We really did. And it took a lot of hard work. It took a lot of planning. It took, you want to talk about daily discipline and intention, man, we had to do the hard work. In in our case, we didn't really have a choice. And, um, you know, there are situations in life that, you know, I look back and I'm thinking, you know, I didn't reach that goal, but did I really want it that badly? Because if I didn't want it that badly... I didn't do the daily work and the daily intention. But I think sometimes we set these goals for ourselves. We say, yeah, that would be really cool to do. And then we don't take any steps towards it. So this is really thinking about what goals do you truly have for yourself? Okay. So thinking back to goals that you used to have, you know, graduating high school, maybe finding that special someone, maybe graduating college, maybe getting this dream job of being a teacher, right? What goals have you had in the past? Well, now what goals have you had lately? Because hopefully you're not saying things like, my goal is just to make it through the week. My goal is just to make it to spring break. Um, You know that's coming up soon, right? (laughs) Because if those are your goals, you are surviving. And this podcast, Burned In Teacher, the ebook, the courses, the membership, everything is about helping you to thrive in this one life that you have, my friend. So think about past goals that you've had and now lately, what kinds of, what kind of goals have you had? Um, and now you need to think too about what's, why is it so important for us to continue to set long-term goals? Even though we're adults and we're busy, hashtag adulting all the time. Why is it important for us to set long-term goals? Well, I'll tell you why. Here are a couple of things. When you set long-term goals, all right, it pushes us ahead and it gives us a path to follow. It helps us to have purpose for what we're doing every day. And another thing is, is it helps us to live a happy and fulfilled life because again, we're working towards something. Now, let me make sure that I am very, very clear. And I feel like I've said this a million times, but I'm going to keep on saying it. If your goal is to simply love teaching fourth grade again, that is a completely valid and respectful goal. If you used to love teaching fourth grade and right now you can't even get yourself to get out of bed in the morning, that is a completely valid goal, okay? But if your goal is to do something different in your career, whether it be, I need to change schools, I need to try a different school because this one is just not working or I've outgrown it, whatever your reason is, that is also a respectful and valid goal. If your goal is to say, you know what, I... I want to serve um, this district in a different way or I just want to serve teachers in a different way. I want to be a principal or maybe a counselor or a coach. I don't know. I really like technology. Could I maybe be a, a, a technology director? That's a completely valid goal. 
that's respectful. And maybe your goal is that maybe you've decided after you've gone, gone through all of these practices that your goal is in fact to leave education, right? The last thing we need is is somebody in the classroom who is grumpy and feels like a failure and hates what they do every day, right? So this process, the entire burn-in process is not about keeping you in the classroom or keeping you where you are unless that's your goal. It's not about getting you out of education unless that's your goal, okay? This is all about determining what you truly want. So if you've never say, said it out loud, I dare you, say it right now. This can be a defining moment, all right? Carol Dweck talks about this in her book, Mindset. She says, even in the growth mindset, failure can be a painful experience, but it doesn't define you. It's a problem to be faced, dealt with, and learned from. And I'm talking right now about maybe past goals that you've set, but you kind of set them kind of willy-nilly. You said, yeah, yeah, I'd like to lose 50 pounds. Yeah. But you didn't really think about if that's something that could motivate you and drive you to make a plan to and then go ahead with daily intention and daily um, discipline, right? That's the hard stuff. So we're going to make sure that we set a long-term goal today for personal and professional because both of those things are very important to continue to feel like you're growing. And we've got to make sure that it's something that truly means something to you, okay? So we've got several steps that we're going to go through today, okay? Step one is we're going to do a big dreams brain dump. Step two is we're going to think about what went well and what didn't go well last year. All right, we're going to think about, okay, now moving forward, what are we going to say heck yes to? And what are we going to say heck no to? We talked a little bit about this word no a couple of episodes ago. So go back, I believe it was episode 57, where I talked about how and when to say no and yes. Step six is what are your professional goals this year, three years from now, five years from now? It's okay to dream far in advance. In fact, it's encouraged. And next and finally, what are your personal goals for this year, three years, five years? I know at one point, um, our family's personal goal was to move away from our home and um, move somewhere else. And it was scary and it almost seemed impossible, but we did it because it was important enough to us. Um, Professionally, I knew that I wanted to do something, have a different impact on teachers. It was scary. I didn't know how I was going to make it work, but it was important enough to me. And those are my goals. That doesn't mean they have to be your goals, okay? So step one is a big dreams brain dump. What do you want for yourself? And this is called a big dreams brain dump because it can be big, hairy, audacious things that you want for yourself tomorrow, next Tuesday, (laughs) okay, Um, next year, and and five years, the next decade. Dream super big. You're just going to do a big dreams brain dump. So you're going to set your timer for two to five minutes and just write all the things down that come to your head. Okay, all of the things. The next thing that you're going to do after, and you can push pause and go through this sort of like a workshop model if you'd like. Step two is you're going to uh, do a check-in here. You're going to think about what went well last year. What are some things that you're proud of that bring a smile to your face? And by the way, I want to remind you, this is personal and professional, okay? What are things that make you smile? You kind of hold your head up higher when you think about it. What makes you super proud? What went well? Okay, and these don't even have to be monumental things. These can be little things, okay? All right, go ahead and push pause if you'd like. Set your timer for two to five minutes. Go ahead and get started on that. Step three is you're going to think about what hasn't gone well. 
What has caused you dread, anxiety, frustration, even anger? What has not gone well? What's just been dragging you down? Okay, Um, two to five minutes. Set your timer. Pause this podcast. (laughs) All right, just let it all out. No one's going to see this but you. So you can be completely and totally honest with yourself. Okay, step four. Heck yes. What are you going to say heck yes to in the coming year? These can be tiny things or these can be uh, huge things, all right? What are you going to say yes to? You know, um, I, my friend Matt Miller, he he consistently has said this to me. He said, sometimes you just got to burn the boats. You have to do something big so you have to say yes. You have no other choice, right? This always comes to mind when I think about heck yes. If I'm going to say heck yes to something, I'm all in. There's no turning back. In fact, I did a couple things this past week that I'm like, I burned my boats. Like, I'm all in. <laughs> so, and it's it's exhilarating to say, there's no turning back. I'm a heck yes to this, all right? So think about things that you are going to say yes to this year. It could be things that you've never said yes to before in your life, all right? And these could be things that you used to say yes to that you haven't said yes to for a while and you miss them. So bring them back. Step five is what are you going to say nope or no thank you? Thank you for considering me. No thanks. No. Heck no. All right. However you want to say it, what are some things you need to say no to? And again, go back to episode 57. If you don't really know how to say no or when to say no or why to say no. All right. If you're a burned and unbalanced teacher, I'm talking to you. Okay. So set your timer two to five minutes and do a brain dump. What do you need to consider saying no to in the future? Okay. And this can be starting tomorrow, by the way. You don't have to wait for a a certain holiday to come around to do these things. Step six is really thinking about, okay, look back at your big dreams brain dump and look through those and think about what are some professional goals that you could set for yourself within the next one, three, or five years. Go ahead and pull them out of that brain dump or you can add new ones and prioritize them, okay? After you can, you know, highlight, circle, start a new list, whatever it is you want. This is open-ended here. So put them in a list though, you know, as far as, you know, prioritize one through however many, all right? And again, this can be flexible. And we're going to come back to this um, list, especially next month when we talk about initiating lasting change. Um, but if you have the ebook, then there's a chapter in there for that. And um, if you um, if you want to, go ahead and start planning. You know, do backwards planning. You know, that's what it's all about. Where, where do you want to go? Plan backwards from there. Step seven is personal goals. What do you want for yourself personally in the next one, three, five years? All right, so look back at that brain dump, add some new ones, and prioritize them. What is the most important to you? You know, what's coming up next for you? Put them in an order, all right? Now, we're going to determine from all of these brain dumpings and listings and thoughts, we're going to determine a word of the year, Now, I didn't come up with this idea of creating a word of the year, but it just makes sense to look back through all of your brain dumping and find some commonalities, find some words that are synonymous with one another. Highlight, again, highlight, circle, color code. I know especially my elementary teachers out there, you know, you got those those markers, right? 
So go ahead and uh, get your fancy pens out and, and make this pretty if you want. Because you're going to determine your word of the year. And then you're going to write it nice and big on a poster or a clean piece of paper. You're going to decorate it. You're going to take a picture of it and make it the background of your phone. You're going to print it out and hang it all over the place next to your agents of change. <laughs> Because this is your word of the year. This is what you're going to come back to. I've had several words of the year since I started doing this. My first one was jump. I had the word change. I had the word simplify. I've recently had the word growth. And let me tell you, coming back to those uh, words of the year is really, really powerful. It helps to keep you focused, especially when you're wondering how on earth you're going to do anything with intention. This is something that can be very, very helpful when you're feeling lost. Okay? The next step is, is you need to make sure that your goals, looking back at that list, um, we need to talk about how we can make them smart, okay? So you can choose your top two maybe in that priority list and be thinking about how you can make them more specific. Now, again, I didn't come up with this idea of smart goals. In fact, Michael Hyatt, um, he actually has the idea of smarter goals with an ER at the end. But we're going to keep it super simple and we're going to um, keep them specific. So that's the what, why, and the how, all right? So what specifically is this goal, all right? Measurable is long-term, short-term, by what date are you going to have these things done, all right? It's achievable, all right? So for example, um, you are going to make sure that people know about this. You need to find some accountability. Um, You need to make sure that it is agreeable. It's attainable, okay? Um, You know, so if you want to be president of the United States, you need to make sure that you've allowed yourself a very long timeline if you've never worked in politics before. Okay. <laughs> All right. Make sure it's achievable. Um, relevant. It's You have to have measurable outcomes. It's not about activities. Okay. So it's not about saying, I want to be. I've heard it said that you don't use the word be in your SMART goal. It has an actual action step. So maybe the word is right or it's to uh, run or, you know, so you want to you have a specific, so for example, maybe you want to run a marathon or a mini marathon. I know here in Indianapolis, we have the Indy Mini coming up in May. So maybe your goal is to run, I know uh, Kim Strobel, her goal is to run 35 miles a week. So what is your goal there? You want to run 20 miles a week, maybe start out with five miles a week. All right. So in order to get to your goal of running the mini, you have to have those relevant measurable outcomes. Okay. Um, All right. And then the final one is T, time bound. So by what date is this going to be done? All right. So now that you have these, you know, you have your goals um, prioritized, you have your word of the year. Now you can make what's called a vision board or I, I prefer to call it a mission board because it keeps you attuned to your mission. And especially if you look back um, to step one, begin where you are thinking about, um, well, and uh, understand your teacher brand. When you're thinking about your core values and your personal mission statement, this is where you bring all of those together with the vision of what you want to do or be or whatever it is that you want for yourself. You're 
combining all of this onto one board. You can make this digital. You can I, I like to use PowerPoint or Google Drawings for this. Um, you could also do a paper version. You can get out the good old magazines if you still have some of those laying around and um, go ahead and create, you know, cut out pictures. You can draw. You can do whatever you want. You can get really creative here. All right. You can have your word of the year. You can add in your people, your core values, your aspirations, your favorite quotes, everything you want. And then you know what you're going to do? You're going to post this puppy in the Burned In Teacher Facebook. Hopefully, you've already become a Burned In Teacher community member. If you haven't, why the heck not? We want you in there. I'm going live weekly. Actually, started last week. I used to be in the habit and then got out of the habit, especially through my bout of burnout. But I'm coming back and I'm coming back strong. And we're especially going to be going through this cheat sheet that you got when you took the... um, the teacher burnout quiz. If you have not taken that, let me tell you, you have two things to stop this podcast right now and do. <laughs> Number one, you've got to take the teacher burnout quiz. Go to burnedinteacher.com slash burnout quiz. It is six questions, less than three minutes. Take that thing, start your journey. Second of all, you've got to get into our Facebook group. It's a safe place where you can talk about your struggles. You can ask questions about the cheat sheet, about your burnout type, about your stage, everything. This is where we change the conversation, my friends. This is where we talk and we walk, all right? If you don't engage, nothing will change, all right? I just rhymed and I did not mean to, all right? So get in there and take action with us. We are there to support you. We have almost 600 teachers in there ready and willing to start a conversation with you, a positive one, one that will create an outcome that you can live with, not survive through, okay? All right, next you think about what you actually need to start thinking about adopting, changing, or abandoning. So you need to think about what do I need to to adopt in my life? Who do I need to adopt into my life to make these dreams and these goals become a reality? What do I need to change? A lot of this has to do with our mindset and our habits, okay? What is it that I need to change? Go back to the episodes about extending your reach and possibilities because it might be you need to change your schedule. You need to change how you're spending your time and what you're spending your time on. And next is abandon. What do you need to quit doing? Who do you need to quit hanging out with? Who is not going to be in your top five? Okay. So go through and think about, okay, to reach these goals, what do I need to adopt, change, or abandon? All right. And my friends, you do these things and I'm telling you what. It's almost like even creating this vision, creating these goals, It's it almost takes discipline to actually go through this practice, to actually truly determine what it is that you want. You guys, we're getting into the hard stuff now. We are on step six. We are definitely getting into the discipline and intention. The first few steps of this, a lot of it is reflect, uh, reflecting, um, learning more about ourselves, what brought us to this place, what our strengths are, what our challenges are. We are now leaping into action. Or you can take baby steps too, okay? Um, For some reason, I'm thinking in terms of movies today. So I'm thinking about what about Bob? Like like baby steps, right? Oh my goodness, that movie is like decades old. I can't even, I don't even know why I brought it up. But all of that aside, whether it's baby steps or giant leaps, any action forward, any step forward is progress and growth. And I know you can do it. We are here for you. That's what Burned In Teacher is all about. It's about opening up the conversation. It's about changing the conversation. It's about 
being all in together in changing our reality and the things that are directly within our control. Speaking of that, and speaking of speaking, I have to quickly mention before we take off today that I have a speaker reel out there in the world because I did a keynote a few weeks ago and I had it recorded and turned into this beautiful video that very clearly outlines what Burned In Teacher is, what it stands for, and I am ready and willing, my friends, to travel to your school and to do a keynote or a Burned In Teacher workshop and to help you and your colleagues to get burned in together. So you can go to burnedinteacher.com slash speaking. You can see the video reel there. You can even see some examples of me speaking on a couple of topics. And I encourage you and ask you to share it with your administrator or your superintendent, somebody who you feel could use this burned in mentality and message in their school, their district, or just in their lives. So go ahead and go to burnedinteacher.com slash speaking, and you'll be able to see that reel. I'm so excited and proud of it. And I'm also excited and proud of you because if you actually take these actions that I shared with you today, you are going to be not just one, but many steps closer to being a burned in teacher. All right. Now you've got some work to do. I'll see you next week. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned-in teacher. Burn on.